Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spirit Seeker Hour. Spirit Seeker Hour is your chance to delve into the world of your inner spirit. The Spirit Seeker Hour is brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. Go to www.spiritseeker.com to find out more. And now, here's Cindy Meyer. Hello and welcome. And as the introduction said, this radio show is brought to you each and every week by Spirit Seeker Magazine. We have been published for 19 years and we have been read online for 17 of those 19 years. So we were right there with the introduction of the internet and we have not stopped since. It's a new world each and every day. So you can read uh, this month's issue of Spirit Seeker as the intro said at spiritseeker.com. And we also have a weekly email newsletter letting you know of the different guests on the radio show, all kinds of different wonderful mind, body, spirit events throughout the U.S. and into Canada and Europe. And in addition, we let you know when the new magazine is online. If you would like to be added to our sacrosanct, and I do mean sacrosanct, email list, uh, we would love to have you um, as part of that list. All you have to do is send an email to info, I-N-F-O, at spiritseeker.com, and then we will let you know about all of these wonderful upcoming um, events and happenings. Okay, so that is it. Those are all of the commercials for Spirit Seeker today. I am delighted to have Robert Brown as my guest this evening. You know, there are many people that come across my path between the magazine, the holistic conferences that we've hosted uh, over 27 in, in 17 years, and sometimes you just feel like, oh my, I, I just know this person. And I've never met Robert Brown, but the minute I heard that he was coming to St. Louis and, you know, et cetera, I thought, okay, my ears just perked up. So Robert Brown has been gifted uh, with his gifts since he was a young, young boy. He um, is known as the medium's medium. He reads for the mediums. And that's an honor and a privilege that very few have. And he has this gift of of helping people in this way. He started uh, working professionally uh, as a teenager after he attended uh, development classes through the Spiritual Association of Great Britain. He has um, he had tutors, Dane Muir and Ivy Northage. Uh, he later joined a development circle, which in uh, England, many of these development circles you know, they're ancient. The U.S. is still new to it, but they're called spiritual salons, and, um, and he attended those with medium Peter Close. And I could go on and on, but I'm going to let Robert tell his story. So, Robert, thank you so much for being my guest this evening, and let's hear about who you are. Oh, well, first of all, thank you for inviting me. It's very kind of you. And, and likewise, uh, the moment you called, Cindy, <laughs> it was nice to hear your voice, and I felt the same. I think we have that a lot, don't we? And many people might experience it. Um, you somehow feel about some people as if you've known them. I've actually met people. I said, yes, we've met before. And they say, no, never. And then other people I don't think I've met, and they've known me many times. There's a kindred soul there. Um, I first uh, had an experience when I was very young, under five years of age, which I really didn't understand. And it actually scared me with a man uh, laughing at the window uh, of where we lived. My mother used to bathe us in the kitchen sink in England uh, many years ago. Um, and I really uh, just remember this face at the window. And it wasn't until I was a teenager and went to see a medium uh, to find out was there anything. You know, we've had these kind of uh, interests. Was there anything um, about this? Um, that the medium picked me out in the middle of a demonstration and said there was a gentleman, there was an uncle, but then went on and said, and he's sorry that he scared you at the window. Well, one thing about this was that it was something that was burned into my mind that I remembered, but at the same time, if I point out that we lived in an apartment five floors from the ground... Um, <laughs> You know, yeah. obviously somebody was outside. But then he told several things that didn't quite gel. For example, my mother told us that her brother, uh, our uncle, had pastor cancer. 
And, uh, you know, we always accepted that because that's what we were told. But the medium told me um, this man took himself over. He committed suicide. Um, I thought that was very odd that she had got his name. She'd got the fact that he had scared me at the window and all these things. So I went on investigating and asked some other aunts and things. And sure enough, eventually my father said to my mother, look, they really should know. And what I watched then was amazing transformation with my mother. You know, that was at a time when suicide was considered shameful and terrible and lots of things. But I watched almost a wonderful healing take place as my mother was finally able to speak about this brother who they all loved, who had taken himself over. And I then began to think, well, you know what? If this can create near healing, this is something I have got to look at. So I really then started classes at the SAGB, and it's been 40 years on since then, uh, around the world several times. It's been an amazing journey. Um, you know, I was very fortunate in all the mediums that I've known who have been kind enough to not only assist and help, but I was meeting some of them as they were coming to the end of their work in life, and it's been really quite remarkable. Well, and you have read for some amazing people. I know you're not able to share all of the wonderful people, but um, I, I can't even imagine. What was it like to read for Princess Diana? Oh, well, I always uh, say that, you know, when I first wrote the book, um, We Are Eternal, we had 25 publishers fighting for it. Um, and every time it came with a condition that I would talk about the contents and as an ordained minister, I'm ordained both here in America and in England, a Christian spiritualist. Um, I've part, it's part of my thing never to reveal what goes on between myself and somebody who consults me. So I never would reveal what happened uh, with Diana, which never made me popular with the press, thank goodness. Um, but, you know, I found her to be somebody who was very spiritual Consciously conscious is a word I like to say. She knew exactly what she was doing. Um, she was amazing. But there was uh, one thing I can say, and that, that was she was always aware that other people were watching all the time. So when we did a sitting, which were all recorded, um, she always asked me to hold the tapes and send them on to her rather than her take them. So they were sent on to her. Uh, but they were always recorded. And it really, that was an enjoyable time. Yeah, I mean, in, in outside of the U.S., I mean, the U.S. now with uh, the Long Island medium and, you know, the, some of the different people who have become well-known, I mean, but they're still young. I mean, I can remember John Holland saying that he actually went to, that instead of going to college, he was so gifted, he went across the ocean and yeah. went to all the different salons to study. I mean, it's, it's, well, it's interestingly, so John, John actually came to Peter Close's. Um, so it's, it's kind of a big world, but a small world. I remember running that circle when John Holland came. He went to uh, the Arthur Finley College to Stansted. But yes, John went to many a home circle. I remember, uh, I'm, I'm phoning you from Los Angeles. John was here and in Los Angeles running a radio show that both Peter and I went on many years ago. And uh, I know now he's, uh, you know, working... Uh, fully as a medium. Um, but I think that what we're finding, there's been an explosion. I mean, they've always been around. In fact, it was one of my favorite tricks of getting a seat on an airplane once. Um, years ago, if I sat on the airplane and people asked me, what do you do? If I said a medium, it was guaranteed the seat next to me was free. <laughs> <laughs> what is he going to know about me? No! Well, <laughs> dead people. Yeah. Yes, and these days, if I say it, unfortunately, I get my ears chewed off because the great thing about what's happened um, with some of the people that have come into the media is that maybe they've brought it to a wider audience who never would have looked at some of these things. And it's also brought out um, a lot of people who've had their own experiences but perhaps thought that they were the only one. Um, the only thing I would go on to say to that is not everyone who has those experiences meant to be a medium. It's not for everyone. But I do think many of us have experiences um, of loved ones that have passed. And certainly uh, intuition uh, is very strong. 
but I do think there's there's a lot um, of people emerging around the world. But of course, we've always had you here in America too. You know, you had many great mediums, uh, including, of course, um, uh, Arthur Ford, um, Edgar Casey, yes. yes. uh, amazing people. Yeah, I mean, Edgar Casey was introduced to me by a lady in her 80s. I was in my early 20s. And she took me to the Theosophical Society in St. Louis. I met my first Swami. I was, I guess I was like maybe 20 years old. And then she put um, many, many of Edgar Casey's books in my hands. Right. And, you know, I was like a sponge. And then she introduced me to a chiropractor that had lived in her boarding house when, you know, when she was like younger. And he was in his 60s. And then he taught me all kinds of, you know, I mean, Edgar Casey was phenomenal. Well, you know, what's interesting, um, people ask me about the SAGB in London, which uh, in where it used to be at Belgrade Square is now closed and it's elsewhere. Um, but they ask what it was like. And I say, you know, going to the ARE in Virginia Beach, as I do, in fact, after St. Louis, I, St. Louis, I go there. Um, um, I know it very well. I work a lot with the ARE. Um, it's just the same kind of feeling um, it's the nearest I can say is what we had years ago. It's wonderful. It's spiritual. Amazing amount of material uh, for anyone researching or uh, looking into understanding about mediums. Um, I'll be working there again next year. And, and actually, I'll, I'll announce it on yours. They're going to be the publishers of my next book. Um, oh, yes. So we've just signed uh, contracts on that. And um, I'm really delighted that the area are going to be publishing it. I I drove myself to the ARE, which listeners, if you're like, what are they talking about? The the SAGB is um, formerly was the Spiritualist Association of Great Britain, and the uh, and the ARE is the Area for Research and Enlightenment. And it was um, founded based on the teachings of Edgar Casey, and that's where I had my first massage with the almond oil. But, you know, right. he, right, he, I mean, he, so Edgar Casey was a photographer in Hopkinsville, Kentucky, and then um, people would come to him and ask him a question, and he would go in this altered state and give complete medical diagnoses, and, you know, his wet cell batteries, and, I mean, so many things, like understanding the electrical currents in the body, and, I mean, and then, and then the case studies, they, it used to be that they would, you would become a member and then you would request the case study on a particular condition that you had and they would mail to you. I, do you, I don't know if you, I don't know yeah. if you know this, but they would mail them to you and then you would read them and then you would mail them back. Well, now everything is online from the donations yeah. people have made. Isn't that marvelous? And you know, they've just finished an amazing new, uh, where the hospital is, you know, uh, a total refurbish of the cafeteria and, and the spa area, oh. um, which they've just opened recently. Yeah, they had a hospital. That's where they were yeah. doing the massages. It was separate right. from, yeah, I mean, I just, I, I was, and that was one of my first experiences with numerology. The, the members of the ARE rent rooms out, so there I was. I rented this room, and this person did my numerology and he, and on my name, and he says, this, this can't be right. Are you sure this is your name? And I'm <laughs> like, yeah, that's my name. And then I said, oh, wait a minute. I was adopted when I was age six. I forgot. And so, because, so, you know, I had had that name for so long, I just didn't even think of it. So then I gave him my birth name, and then he said, oh, well, now it makes total sense, you know. And but that was, it's like everyone that you hang out with that is from Virginia Beach and part of that organization, mm-hmm. it's like you feel like you've come home, you know? Right. That's a good way of putting it. There's some very bright and some very special people um, there. And, I mean, I just love it. I, w- I was there earlier this year. Uh, I'll be going back after I'm in St. Louis. I'll be going back to that area, meeting up with them anyway. Um, but as I say, we've got some things planned for next year. Um, it's just a, a, a depository of information, mm-hmm. and they're, they're so helpful and so kind. Mm-hmm. And the healing center there is one of the best I've seen. And for me to say this, someone who travels 175,000 miles a year, one wow. of the best in the world. That's fabulous. I just didn't know that because it was, it was like 1984 when I just got in my car and just drove to Virginia Beach and, and, and you know, went there for um, psychosynthesis by, oh, mm-hmm. what was it? Robert Asiglia. 
And I, I just fascinating. Just stayed there, and I wound up staying for five or six days because I was just, I mean, there, it was, you know, you could have stayed there forever. And um, and then at that time, they had this restaurant that prepared lamb once once a week because, you know, Edgar Casey was saying red meat was really not good for you, but you could have right. lamb once a week. So this whole um, place was like, make lamb once a week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but we could go on and on. And of course. I but, you know, know, they chose that area because uh, one of the reasons was the supposedly the amount of gold in the sands as a healing property. I did not know that. Ah, see, but we learn sand, everything. It, something. But, but the sand is white sand. It's yes. Just, it's pristine. And, you know, yep. it's. Uh, I did not know that. That's fascinating. It, that doesn't surprise me. He knew all the different properties for healing. Oh, an amazing person. But I've, I've just finished five one-day masterclasses that I was giving. And, you know, some of the younger people come into those classes. And, you know, I drop in at Edgar Casey, And I was shocked. I shouldn't be, but I was shocked how some of these people had never heard. It's so sad. They never heard. It, it is there. You can find out about it. But all too often, some of our great mediums and great exponents you know, they they move on, they pass on, and they get they get forgotten, which is a great shame because we do have great mediums around, thank goodness. But we've had even better mediums uh, at other times, and it's a shame that their work sometimes gets forgotten once they've passed on. Wow. You know, I saw that you were teaching classes, and um, and listeners, I know you're all wanting readings, and we are. Robert is going to do some readings, but um, so if you do want a reading, just push one star or pound, one of the two, and my producer will uh, put you in the queue. But I want to talk about um, your, these classes because you're offering these advanced classes, and it looks like you're teaching at different parts of the world in cases. like in some Oh, cases. I, I always do. I mean, my, my schedule, people look at my website, they'll see um, I'm often in Zurich, Switzerland, France, Germany. Um, the one place, and of course all over America, India, um, one the one place where I tend not to work these days is in England, of course, where I live. And and simply that when by the time I get home, um, you know, that's the time for rest. And also over the years I've done a lot of work there. So yes, I do these classes. Um, not all the time. These particular classes that I've just completed, there were five one-day master classes. We probably won't offer those particular classes till uh, next year again. But also every year I do the Robert Brown Mediums Retreat and Boot Camp. And the retreat uh, was an idea that we had quite some years ago that was for 13 years in the Bahamas every year uh, where everyone could come, mediums and trainee mediums and people who want to know about mediums. And my idea from the beginning was always to bring people together so that they could witness mediumship in its different form and understand it a bit better because... Apart from mediums developing, I often see people going to mediums who have no clue how to sit or, or how to, what to expect. Yeah. So I wanted always to demystify it, and there are some people that make it very difficult and, and complicated. I never understood that. Um, but I also wanted people to have the opportunity to learn with some of my colleagues, and I've been very lucky. I mean, um, in modern terms, recent days, um, you know, in the 1990s, I got to meet uh, John Edward uh, when he came and started his show. And um, he very kindly, every so often, pops up at one of my retreats. Uh, we never really advertise it, but he's been down there to Bahamas. He's been to Virginia Beach when I've held my week there. Um, so they're very kind. So I sometimes twist their arms to come in and, and take one of the classes. That, I mean, I've interviewed him. He He just... Is so sweet and sincere, and you know, you just know I'm I'm preaching, but I mean, that's so sweet that he honors you and joins you. How it, how, it, how that's wonderful. wonderful. Uh, yeah. we, we 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 have been good friends for a long time, um, but you know, he came, and I, I'm I'm going to do this, say this publicly too. Whenever I've done them, although people will pay to come several times, he's done this. He's never charged us. Mm-hmm. He's come along, given his time free, and yeah. people are generous of approach the right way. Uh, last Wednesday, I was with uh, my other good friend um, James Van Prague. And James is is out there now doing lots of teaching. I mean, it it amazed me. I I sat in last Wednesday 
while he was doing a demonstration and it was great for me to for once to to sit and watch because um, we first worked together in let me think 1996 and we worked several times together and uh, now he's doing a lot he's just been in Switzerland last year uh, we worked together at the same event and it, it's just a joy sometimes to, to watch people that you've known for some time and how they change and how they move on. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, everyone, well, not everyone, but James von Prague was in the, in the seminary when he realized that, you know, he had different gifts to use in a different way. I mean, can you imagine if he'd become a priest and we would never have known? But here he is. You know, he listened and out, you know, he he's helped so many people. And I, I had the opportunity to study with him on a pre-conference all-day workshop in Chicago one time. And within the first hour, within the first hour, he had us scanning the energy field of total strangers and understanding the whole energy of the aura and everything. I mean, he just... He, I don't know. I, I think he's fabulous as a teacher. And, and, as a and I medium. think the wonderful thing is, is that, um, you know, it's one thing being a medium. And one of the things we were going over on these uh, last um, workshops was that, yes, people can have an ability and they can have this gift, um, but they really do need to know how it functions, you know, and how it works, how to control, uh, when to say no, I think sometimes people are being rather eager to jump in without knowing the nuts and bolts or, as I call them, the mechanics of mediumship. Right. I understand. I call them the untrained psychics, and they do more damage than good sometimes because they don't, un- they don't understand. I mean, I-, I won't go into details, but I know you know what I mean. And yeah. it's, it's not a judgment. It's a matter right. of delivering the information in a way that is a loving and kind. We call it, the, I call it, the, the like, rather like the doctor's bedside manner. There's a way of doing things. Yeah. Ivy Northage, one of my older tutors, who's now passed, um, she said, why do we train uh, mediums or take them through classes? She said, because mediumship is like the surgeon's scalpel. In the hands of the trained, it can create near miracles. In the untrained, it can make a bloody mess. That's so true. That's like a perfect description. And um, very good, very good. So um, I want to talk about St. Louis, Mm -hmm. um, and I want to talk about your new book. uh, But the St. Louis visit, this is your first visit to St. Louis, yes? I've never been. I met my dear friends, uh, Don and, and Kathy Ross, and they come to Bahamas. And where they are, they mentioned to me that, uh, you know, why don't you ever come there? And I said, well, I've never been invited. And they said, <laughs> let's make it happen. Um, so I'm delighted. It's the first trip. Um, I'm looking forward to going there wide-eyed to see. Uh, we're going to do a uh, public demonstration, uh, which I believe is on the 6th. Yes. Um, I think there's a, a group um, situation on the 7th. Uh, so we're there for uh, 6th, 7th, and 8th. Um, hopefully meet some people and come along and, and, and you know, see whatever things happen. Um, I like every so often doing the demonstrations. I like to keep up on my toes too. Um, but I think it's a good way um, for people to see a medium working, but also, even if you don't get a personal message, quite often in going along to a group situation, some messages come through that although the individual spirit communicating is for one person, some messages um, can uh, pertain to more than one person. So usually in a group, everyone gets something from it. Right. So, so listeners, on Monday evening, the um, the demonstration is from seven until nine, and it's going to be held at the Hilton St. Louis Frontenac, which is right near Lindbergh Boulevard and um, Highway 40. And um, the thirty dollar prepaid um, price is um, is what you want to do. You want to just get on and, and register now, and then it's forty dollars the day of the event. And you can call 314-609-5052 um, to register, or you can send an email to lightofjesus at sbcglobal.net. And then on Tuesday evening, and these will, the spots will be filled up before, to, before so do this before this Monday night. 
there's a group of nine at the maximum that Robert will be reading for, and that is from uh, 7 until 9.30 on Tuesday, October 7th. Um, and he will be uh, doing a small group setting, so maximum of nine people, and that, um, that is $250 for that event. There are a limited uh, number of private readings. If they aren't already booked, I don't know, but you'll call down at 314-609-5052. Um, oh, I apologize for the private readings. You want to call 631 849 5129, and I'll repeat that. It's uh, 631-849-5129 to schedule the private readings. So, um, Robert, what what is, will the evening just entail? So, you, like, when you say a demonstration for someone who is, what is he talking about? Okay, so, <laughs> well, my, my usual demonstrations is to uh, explain a little bit, the, the first bit, about how I come to do what I do. Hopefully, it's usually with me a little bit of humor. I don't think anybody sets out as a teenager telling their careers master they want to talk to the dead for a living. Um, But this is the way it went for me. Um, So I tell them a little bit about uh, how I come to do. Um, What we do in the demonstrations, um, spirit dictate where I'm led to go, and it's connecting with spirit, people's loved ones, friends, relatives. My point is to give evidence of their survival before delivering messages of what they want to say to them. I think it's so important that we know where this information is coming from. So the medium's job is different to the psychics. The medium's job is to link with the spirit world and link those spirits with people on the earth plane. The psychic, as you well know, Cindy, can be more about your hopes, aspirations, uh, on that level, which is fine too, but that that is not a medium. Mm-hmm. I understand. So th- I that evening, there on the on the gallery type, um, we'll be trying to go to, of course, all all nine people, spending time with each of them. In the demonstration, it's going to be I don't know how many people are going to be there. It, it's going to be a where spirit lead me. Um, as I say, not everyone will probably get a message if it's if it's completely full. I don't know how many people there will be. But hopefully, um, it's an, I like the demonstration because some people can slip in if they're not sure or they don't want to sit with a medium. I'm sure people, though, that I don't bite. Um, you know, if they want to watch a medium, they can watch it from a distance. The critiques like to come into those things and see and watch, and that's fine. Um, will I make mistakes? Always. I always have throughout my working life. Um, am I perfect? No. Um, but I try to do my best. Uh, as somebody who represents uh, spiritualism and spiritualist movement and, and, you know, to be the best medium that I possibly can. Yeah. So you're in for a treat and a delight, and I'm bringing my students that are studying with me. We're, we're all coming um, to, the, yeah, and to the Monday evening because, of course, Tuesday I'll be on the air. But, um, but at any rate, so I'm going to repeat this because um, then we're going to talk about your new book. So 7 to 9, October 6th, in St. Louis, Missouri, at the Hilton St. Louis Frontenac, which is a lovely, easy to get to, and is a, a beautiful hotel. And um, to register, you want to do this in advance, it's 30 in advance, call 4609-5052. Now, Robert, we have so many people who want readings, but before we do that, I would love to just hear about your new book. I know the, the um, book, We Are Eternal, uh, talks about what the spirits have told you about life after death and um, all of that wonderful information. So where are you going with your new book? What direction okay, are you taking? Well, as I said, the first one was really about not only my journey, but the things I wanted to know. Um, my, my journey was I wanted to know things and I dared to ask. And along the way, meeting various mediums, etc., um, and the experiences I had, they answered so many things. I put it there. In fact, we're republishing that one with some new chapters because it was like the first 30 years. Um, Where we're going with the next one, it is going to be called, so this is the first for you too, um, The Medium's Bible. It's um, It's not an instruction book, as it may sound. It's really about what we can or should expect from mediums. Uh, what they can and can't do, um, and also then the whole series of what mediumship can do. In its really best form, it is a healing tool. And I think a lot of people forget this. 
all of these kind of works come from the fountain of healing. Maybe sometimes our mediums get a better press and our poor healers are not always uh, appreciated as, as well they should be. But in fact, we all come from the same fountain, and that is one of healing. Mediumship done well should be healing. Imagine if it can eradicate the fear of death, number one. Imagine if it can prove that we do not die, which is what we know, that uh, people are not extinguished and that we are going to connect and do connect with our loved ones. Um, so it's, this, this Bible is going to be more about... And, Interestingly enough, the Bible wasn't my choice. It was one that they wanted because they said it's about time with the whole explosion that somebody who's been around a while sets down all these things of what can and what cannot possibly happen and how to go about things. I think it sounds wonderful. And the, 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 the name speaks exactly of what you were um, writing about. And it's, you know, it's like, can you imagine, you know, I, as much as I enjoy the books on um, the idiot's guide to perennial gardening, the, uh, the idiot's guide, can you imagine, like, you know, I, I'm a feng shui teacher and I actually saw the idiot's guide to feng shui and I thought, whoever came up with his name, I know it has worked, but I just, the name just like abruptly pushes me away. <laughs> yes. Well, the, I mean, the thing with this is that um, I think a lot of people have misconceptions uh, of what, for example, trance is. Um, uh, some people have um, really... I, I've had people come to me and say, oh, you can connect with dead. Could you ask my grandmother whether I should get married? <laughs> and I said, well, why would your grandmother know whether you should get married? Do you right. think that mere act of the transition that we call death gave her the ability to make that kind of call? And if you don't know, why should your grandmother know? So sometimes people are willing or all too willing to give up their free will, which to me is the saddest thing to hear, you know, to let others make the choices. The whole point of spirit communication, the main point is that life continues. The second point is maybe they sometimes see things differently to us. They give us some information. If that then helps us to make a choice, great. But they never come through dictating or telling us what we must or what we should not do. Yeah, right. And that's, that's just that's a beautiful way to explain it. So listeners, did you hear what Robert just said? So <laughs> not to daunt you in your questions, but, um, but, you know, I think it's true. And it's, can you imagine? And then the other question so many people say is, is he, is he or she okay? Yes. I mean, um, it's it's interesting, isn't it? Um, Are they okay? But you know what? Strangely enough, some people try too hard. If there's going to be failings in communication, it's either the medium's not prepared or the sitter's expectations of what's supposed to happen. Um, And I say to people, you know, you can think, you can request, you can ask for, but try your best not to fixate on anyone. Actually, sometimes in your mind saying, you know, I just need to know if they're okay, is enough to uh, help them come through. But I think sometimes people try too hard. Right. I understand. Okay, so we are going to take some callers at this time, and we are going to start in um, with Dee from um, the state of Maine. So, Dee, are you there? Hello. Yes, I am. I would like a spirit message from anyone who wants to come through for me. <laughs> okay, we, we we obviously want to know who they are, don't we, Dee? Okay. Okay, um, because my... as soon as no, 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 I, I'll tell you, um, because okay. as soon as I heard your voice, in my mind's eyes, so I'm, I always try to explain how I'm perceiving things. A lady came, seems to be on your mother's side, but I think it might be grandmother. This lady, she. Um, in the last two or three months of her life, sort of went downhill with her energy. Is that making any sense yes. to you at the moment? Yes. Yes? Okay. Because yes. it's almost as if, as I'm thinking, she's saying to me, she knows who I am, and I think that you actually do get some kind of either guidance or quite strong intuition. But right at yes. this moment, this lady, this grandmother is saying, 
Well, you know it's interesting because she's calling you my D. My D is at a crossroads. Yes. And I really felt as if you are sometimes thinking, do I go left, do I go right, or do I dart out into the traffic? Um, <laughs> it seems to be this. For once, Dee, and I want you to listen to these words from this grandmother, will you please put yourself first? Okay. Okay. Now, Dee, how's your back? Not very good. My lower back right. is, is pretty bad. Right. Because, you know, back, that lower back... A lot of people tell you it's the energy, um, but I can imagine that sometimes our energy being a bit up and down, especially when you've taken on other people's stuff. So this yes. is not being saying no to people because you don't want to do things for them. I think you're a very giving person. But sometimes those of us, if I say healers, I don't want you to get the impression that you've got to run around healing people, but those of us that are nurturers or givers, Sometimes the focus has to be on you. Yes. And I think that's where you are right now, September to October, needing to give you some time and kind of telling people you're not available. Okay. Okay. To take on their stuff. I hope that makes sense. Yes, it does. Okay, thank you, Dee. It does. Thank you for calling, Thank you. <sighs> okay. All right, we are now going to go to Ohio. We are all over the map tonight. Oh. We are going to um, Dauphine or Daphne. Okay. Daphne. are going to... Hello. Oh, da... Hello. Daphne. Hello, can you oh, hear me? Daphne. Okay, yes, we can. Okay, hi, I'm Daphne. Oh, Daphne. Daphne. Okay, I apologize. Okay, nice, nice. It's a pleasure. That's okay. How, how, okay, how may Robert help you this evening? Oh, Robert, I have so many to speak with. So why don't we let whoever wants to talk to me through you speak? <laughs> I, I, loved, I love the way when, when people are always testing, and that's great. That's not a problem. But you know what? Um, <clears throat> I'm not testing you. I just actually Sorry? have a lot. Oh, no, no. I, I, I know, but when they throw it out like this, they say there's so many, and let's see. The first thing that I got was a gentleman, high forehead, thinning on top, not so much hair, or maybe a little bit bored, but a chest or heart condition. Now, I want to either go to a grandfather here or something paternal. Um, and what's interesting, you do have a group around you, but this is the man that stepped forward first. You have a lady that um, passed with cancer who's quite close to you. But this gentleman, did you know your grandfather's? Yes, and that kind of would be my grandpa. It wouldn't. It would. You knew? It would. Okay. Sorry, it's just a little bit of an echo, Daphne. Um, oh, that's okay. But, but you know, this, this man, the reason I think like it is the grandfather, he's kind of put like a tiara on your head. You know, like a little crown on your head. And it seems to be that there have been thoughts with you. And the reason I think there's a group of people, they're kind of showing, even though sometimes you have sent thoughts recently of not, not being lonely, but standing somewhat on your own, they're saying, oh, not, oh no, we're all around you. We're all around you. Um, so it's almost as if it is a group of people showing they're around, but the grandfather is kind of taking charge. And interesting, his personality, he's um, firm but fair. And I feel that uh, with you, he's like sort of saying, hey, um, put your foot down with some people. Uh, it's almost like making a stand. Do you think you sometimes can be a bit too open for some people where they take more than give? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Perhaps, perhaps sometimes you've got to sort of say, hold on a moment. Now, um, the lady that I said that had cancer, she's holding up a bag, small bag, pack bag. Do you know of some small trip that you're supposed to be doing very soon? Yes. Okay. You are going to go, aren't you? Absolutely. I'll be there. Because it was almost like, I don't know if it was like two or three days or something like this, but it was almost like it might have been, it might not have been. 
and they're saying she needs this small break to come back uh, with a better spring in her step than possibly you have right at this moment. But you are somebody who normally bounces back, but sometimes it gets a little tougher every time we're knocked down to bounce back. Some kind of small trip puts a, a bounce back in there. Now, do you also have a family of five, Daphne? Yes, I do have a yeah. family of yeah, Well, I had a family of five, I imagine. That's all right, because there's somebody here saying, saying, I'm part of the five. So, you know, one of the other people saying, I'm part of the five, so it had to be around with you. And... Um, do you know who Joe or it's a J-O name I never like the name John everyone knows somebody called John but it's a J-O name not of the five but there's somebody in spirit who wants to convey either Joe or Joan it's not further than that but the family of five I really felt as if um, at one point they were very close and some of them are not as close as they used to be okay all right now this trip that you're going on, anywhere near water? Yes. Yeah. I just see you having to, at this point in your journey, reflect, where do I want to be? Where do I want to go for the next year? Planning, plotting, and think of, again, you, but putting your foot down. This uh, grandfather says, um, how do you like the word discipline? <laughs> I knew Absolutely. that was going to do that. You know, you know, in our lives, we have many lessons. And, you know, each person is unique. So we have each individual lessons. Many of us have similar lessons. But as the individuals we are, our lessons are unique. But sometimes we do, don't we? We try to duck them or we try to get round them. And... Some things will keep coming up and keep coming up until we acknowledge them. And he's going, you're not going to get away from it. Discipline. But you know what? It's not as tough as it sounds. Once you've acknowledged um, that you're going to do something and see it through, that lesson is learned. Okay. All Thank right. you. So, Thank you so one, one, would you take a lot of love, but also remember the way he put that crown on your head, to remember the child within and have some fun as well. Okay. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Now, listeners, I, we, there is absolutely no way we're going to make it through all the callers, but I want to remind everyone of what Robert said early on. Listen carefully because we're all here together tonight, and it's not an accident whoever has been called to show up and be here together on this call. So you, your answer may come through someone else. So just want to mention that. Okay, now we have a caller that I don't know what city. His name is Surreal, and he's calling from area code 313. If you are there, Surreal, go ahead and pop on. Surreal. Oh, Surreal. What? My producer's having trouble tonight. Okay, thank you, Surreal. Okay. Hi, how are you? Thanks for taking my call. I just want um, messages from the other side. I don't need to know who comes in. I don't want to waste time. I just want the messages, please. Thank you. Oh, very nice of you. But you know what? I have to tell you, uh, my work, I've always believed in knowing where it comes from. It's just me. It's not just what you want. Sorry. Um, You know, there are too many people giving the messages without foundation. So I'm really pleased that you said that, so it gave me the opportunity to get that point out. Um, and it's very interesting because I've got a grandmother, um, but I felt this, this lady may have had her own beliefs or her own way of going about things because I went to say, hmm, we're on the radio, maybe I should just do the messages like she asked. And she went, no, she needs to know it comes from me. So I kind of <laughs> felt this lady was quite... Uh, strangely following on from the last one this lady was quite disciplined maybe I had her own belief system and she's saying you start believing in yourself start believing in yourself Um, I'm sorry she says start or stop start start believing more in yourself Um, you know there's there's sometimes bits of doubt around you um, sometimes questioning and you seem to have got from spirit 
an almighty shove to kind of go forward, but believe in yourself. Um, I don't normally ask questions, but I'm going to ask you, do you work like for yourself or, uh, or employed? Um, I work for someone. I wish I worked you for work myself. For, <laughs> say, say that, you work for someone. Okay. Yes. Don't you think your goal should be kind of like doing something, working for yourself? I know it's like not everyone's dream, but you see, this is your character. If people give you a job and leave you alone, they'll have a good job done. <laughs> but if they sit on your shoulder mm-hmm. and tell you what to do, it doesn't seem to work. So, so I'm not saying that everyone can do that, but I do feel that you've got some goals and dreams that this grandmother saying, she kind of inspires and says, believe in you. Do you think this grandmother had her own religious beliefs? Mm-hmm. Uh, it just seems to be as if she may have been someone who, in her terms, it was her faith or her belief, and she's saying, if only you could have the faith like that to believe in you, you truly can move mountains. Did you? Was it you who was also thinking of moving? Yes, me and my mom both. Yeah. We, we both right. think about moving. Right. Well, I think as we're dealing with you, I'm going to speak about you. It can happen. It can happen. And you know what? Really? Why not, in your mind, send out 2015 for... Is going to be the year for me moving because the way I got that is grandmother's my, coming through my and she's placing boxes around you. Oh, and boxes usually symbolise a move. So rather than wait for things to happen, you put it out there and you say, you know what, I'm going to work with this. I want to move. So many times, and this can mean to a lot of people. So many mm-hmm. times, people are sitting and waiting for what spirits bring in them. And I don't think they ever sit and think, perhaps sometimes I've got to let them know what I want. We don't get everything we want. We'll get what we need. And if there's a need for you to move and you say, I want to move, opportunities will appear. And does she have anything to say about the guy I'm dealing with? Well, you know, the problem is here is that sometimes you can't say goodbye. (laughs) Okay. You know, you know, you 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 sometimes with some people. Um, yeah. If you okay. only realised that there are people in this world <clears throat> who who would like to be on their own, there are people who want to be on their own, and let's face it, we've all met the people who should be on their own. You're not one of them, but sometimes we'll stick with one person, mm-hmm. um, and. Therefore, we don't create the opportunity for others to come in. Uh, You know, several times, this has been very difficult ground that you're going over and over the same ground again. How many times do you have to go over something to learn the same lesson? Mm. People can change. Hear this one, what she says. People can change. Basic personalities do not change. Mm. So, so is that a good thing or of, a bad? Is that a good thing or a bad thing with him? Well, the 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 thing is this: if you were content with that person, fine. If you're waiting for major changes, don't hold your breath. So the thing is this: um, it's almost like you've got to get on with your things and not sort of be kind of waiting for other things to happen, you've got to start making them happen. She said, believe in yourself, even within any relationship, she wants you to be independent, never to be leaning on anyone. Um, This grandmother, I don't think she had a lot in her life materially, but I think that she had kind of everything she needed. And that's what a lot of people are missing out on these days. We all want more. You know, and I suppose it's only human to want more, but we never notify or acknowledge that often we've got what we need. So I'm going to say she sends you a lot of encouragement to be yourself. I hope it makes some sense to you. Yes, it does. I really appreciate you both. Thank you so (laughs) much. Thank you. Okay, thank Thank you so much for calling in. Okay, you're welcome. Okay. So listeners, we're going to 
try it and read for as many people as we're able. Um, so please, uh, if you have a specific person you would like a message from, that will um, be helpful. And to help everyone, try not to ask five questions, if you would be so kind. Okay, we um, have gone from Maine to Ohio, Detroit. Now we're going to um, Mary, uh, Mary Lane in Pennsylvania. Hi, hi. Thanks for taking Hello. my call. Um, You're welcome. I was wondering uh, if I can kind of ask this in reverse. I have uh, a, kind of a very troubling health issue that's getting worse, and right. wondered if Spirit has any uh, insight for me there. Okay. Um, part of this, and hear what I'm saying. Part of this is this in the in the stomach region. It's all over my body, painful points all yeah. over my body. But it's in particular, let's say, if I go to the lower part of the stomach, because I immediately had a lady stand in front of me when you said that, kind of holding the lower abdomen, you know, uh, falling down there. Um, and I'm sure there are other parts, but I do kind of feel as if... Um, did you have any blood transfusions or anything? No. Because I feel like something is going around me, around, um, I'm getting like circulatory. And I think that this is a lady that I've got um, who's showing me, it's not the same thing, but she's showing me that something similar, uh, a condition where it was going around. Now, I don't know also uh, where she's sort of saying, Hold on a moment. Do you, is there quite a bit of medication with you? Uh, none, except for none thyroid. Except for because thyroid. Thyroid medication. Has that been changed or something? Because they're saying something you're taking that is good for you, in other words, something you have to take, is also not exactly helping that. I don't know if you're going back, because this lady's saying, I had a problem like this, and I had to go back and check or have rechecked. Okay. You know, this sounds very much like an aunt or somebody connected to your mum. Uh, well, this issue is uh, her, probably hereditary and right. matrilineal. Right. So this seems like, you know, I want to say, uh, not necessarily mum, but it seems to be like an aunt or an aunt of mum's. It seems to come on that line. So this lady was saying to me straight away, I had something like that. When she was here with us, this thing was not dealt with because it couldn't be dealt with. She's saying, yours is a different case. Do you know, every so often, and absolutely the people we have to listen to are our doctors and nurses because they are the technicians of the physical. But even then, sometimes need to look at things with fresh eyes. And I just feel that she's saying either see someone again or get a second opinion, but it seems to be uh, something needs to be revisited, something's adjusted. And this, you know, I'm a great believer, and a great believer, everything can be cured. Clearly, some things can't, but um, they can often be either arrested or halted or controlled. And I think step one of yours is getting it under control. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, it does. I, do, I haven't found a doctor. I, I, kind of that like I can't eradicate it straight away. It's something I can't eradicate. Um, but at the same time, I can halt something and uh, control it. So I really felt, she's like saying, if I had been here now, what I would be doing would be asking uh, doctors to look at it again to rather than put up with something and rather than just accept something to almost like demand what else can can be happening there and I just feel that fresh eyes will make something more controllable and then I feel that you're going to get on top of this it may be something you have to live alongside but I think it can be a lot better than some of the time because it has been worse than better hasn't it it's yes. been up and down yeah it's like, it seems like because the way she showed me it flares up like a fire um, yeah. And one of the things with that kind of thing is we're often anticipating it or fearing when it's next. So that kind of sets the seed for that. I just feel this can, can be, tr that's it, thank you. She's saying this can be controlled uh, and made better 
uh, a lot more than what it has been. And I feel that you've got to seek someone out in the medical oh. sense. Just uh, will I have the money to go back on insurance to do that? Um, I'm not hesitating for any other reason. I always wait for the second for the answer. I certainly feel that you, you, know, you, you may have to cut your cloth. I think that you will be able to do this. I don't know where. If you ask me where, I don't know. But what I got was we'll provide. Great. Thank you so much. All right. Okay. You're welcome. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Okay. All right. So, um, so Robert, I love how you demonstrated with that, how you saw the, you know, the woman showing well, you which part of the body, where to go. And what was interesting for me there, because, you know, my natural reaction is that the way I work, I always want to know who is it, what happened to them as their proof. When I heard that lady's voice, it was, I wonder if I can do it the other way around. This lady came in, but again, I had to say to her, well, who are you? She said it was on the mother's side. Thank goodness that lady could confirm that they think it's from. And that kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It makes sense that the person that came through was possibly the one to give um, uh, some explanation or guidance. You know, the one thing they can't do, they can't tell us um, totally a cure for it, um, but they can sometimes show us what they would do had they had such a thing these days. Right, right. I don't know. I mean, she got it. She She understood, so... Thank you. All right, so we have time for about one more reading, maybe two. We're going to meet uh, you in Texas. Meet you, are you there? Okay, we're going to go to Rita in Long Island. Rita, are you there? <laughs> They're dropping. <laughs> is someone there? Hello. Oh, hi. And hi, my name is Rita. Talk? I don't know if you guys called me. Um, Yes, we did. Are you, Rita? Are you, um, are you? Do you have a question for Robert? How may he help you this evening? Yes, um, I would like to see if anybody come across for me. Uh, the other side. Rita, is father passed? My father did. Uh, my husband did. Yeah. yeah, let's hold on because I think I've got your father. And okay. I think I think we have to say that your uh, father is kind of. He's a bit correct as a father. He's a little bit, you know, some, we maybe always expecting fathers to hug and kiss. Your father doesn't do that. He's a little bit, stands back a little bit. But, of course, he does love. But the difference between him, and that's why I needed that, and your husband, I'm going to say your husband passed before his time. Uh, yes. Yeah. No, my he husband left my father. He died three years really? ago. Really? Because what, what I'm getting this is, the man that I'm getting is like, saying to me, you tell her, when I asked, how do I describe you? First of all, I saw somebody smiling, but then somebody's voice said to me, well, tell her I'm good looking. That sounded more like your husband than your father. Maybe they've come together. Oh, okay. That sounds good. I'm here for both of them. (laughs) Did did one of them pass, uh, Rita, did one of them pass very quickly? Yes. Yeah, I mean, like a shock. Um, yes. Some some people had to get this either by telephone, and I really felt that the rug was pulled from underneath people. Okay. Yeah, so it was a shock. It was a passing. It's almost like um, there were no goodbyes, and the message I get there is tell them there were no goodbyes because there'll never be goodbyes. There never have to be goodbyes. Okay. okay. Now... Um, you've got a photo. I'm sure you've got many photographs of your husband. Okay. Um, but do you have one that was either enlarged or in a frame that was on display? My father, my husband. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I do got one. Okay. Um, is this something that every so often that you're looking at or something? Yes. Okay, because I feel he's trying to project that image of him smiling. And one, two, three. Are there three children? There are four. Okay. I don't know why, but he's, he's, he's focusing on the three of them. Is there one that's away or something? 
no, they all home. They're all home. Yeah, they all home. Yes. Nothing. Nothing's wrong. Nothing's happening. He's focusing on on three of them. It's like three and one. I don't know why, but three and one. Um, want to move along here like this? <laughs> I think that your husband has been very much around the house. Um, is it you that have the dog? Uh, I used to have two dogs. They both okay. passed away. Wait, 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 wait. Because he's saying to me. Um, something about the crazy dog. So obviously your husband's trying to get through that he's got this, he calls it a crazy dog. I like animals more than I like some people, but he's got this dog um, where, and he's trying to say, hey, look, I've got the dog. I feel that uh, he's very aware, uh, your husband, how things have been. Okay. And, And I really do feel that he's like saying, he doesn't need to apologize, but when someone says it, I have to say it. He's like saying, I'm sorry I'm not there uh, okay. to be what I should have been. Okay. But, of course, we do know that they are around us. Um, I think he's very proud. Do you have a son? I have a two sons. I got okay. two. I got Is two. Is there some the reason? Boys. We're not... We're, we're not um, we're not uh, favoritism, you know, but is there one that's just completed something or for some reason his dad's saying, I'm very proud of what my son recently did? Oh, they're trying to fix the house okay. for me. One of them, one of them is, is like really determined to get something done because I'm really proud that they've taken that on or he's taken that on. Okay, right. so your dad and your father uh, interestingly come together but they're quite, quite different people. Okay. Right? Who was the one that passed quickly? Because I, I thought it was your husband. Uh, my, my husband did. My father did too, but my, my husband passed, uh, passed two years ago. Yeah. I, it just seemed to be somewhat of a, of, of a, of a shock. Um, yeah, it was a shock for everybody. And some, he and had some a cancer. People, yeah, but some people had to really get this. Um, and he seems to think that he was very, very popular. And I said, why? He said, wow, you should have seen my service. Were there a lot of people at the service? Yes. Yeah. A lot of people. A lot people. of people to me is over 100. Yes. Right. Listen, he says he loves, and listen to this carefully because they'll say something. It doesn't always have uh, the meaning we think. He loves what's growing in his name. Oh, my grandson. You see, he loves what's growing in his name. I knew it was going to be a person, and so that's him acknowledging the grandson. Oh, okay. Okay, so he just said to you, here you are. You know what? He just wished he told you more how much he appreciated you than sometimes he did. I did get a single rose, and he said, I should have done more of these things, but... It was almost like you were supposed to know without him physically doing it. So now, it's not regrets, but sometimes on reflection, he wish he had shown his appreciation more. Um, and he sends a tremendous amount of love. It's interesting now. I'm going to ask one question. Did your husband know your father? No. Yes. Really? Yes. They, how well did they know each other? Uh, almost. Uh, the time my father was alive, uh, I would say about seven years. So it's not that long because they seem to come together almost as if your father is saying, you know, he's with the son-in-law, he's with your husband, but he was like talking to your husband, congratulating when he did this, when he did that. And I thought your father wasn't here because your father passed some time ago. And I feel that there was a whole life with your husband, but they are together. And they come together. around you. Makes me yeah. happy. Makes okay. me happy at that. I'm going to say thank you for calling. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you for reading for me. Thank you so oh. much. And uh, I, I'm just pleased for him and, the, uh, and heaven. And uh, I'm glad to hear for him. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Have a good night. 
Well, Mr. Robert Brown, I think sorry you. we went over. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I already e- I, I sent a message to my wonderful producer and said, please extend it. And, of course, he already had done that. Okay. Uh, clap, clap. Wonderful producer. So, listeners, you have been listening to Robert Brown, International Spiritual Medium. His website is robertbrown-medium.com. We are fortunate in St. Louis to have him coming to visit us, and he will be in St. Louis on October 6th through the 8th. On the 6th, he will be um, doing mediumship, uh, mediumship demonstrations and delivering messages from spirit from 7 to 9 at the Hilton St. Louis Frontenac Hotel. On uh, Tuesday the 7th, he's doing a private salon, a private uh, group reading for nine people only. Um, so if you are interested in that, you need to uh, you know call 314 314- 609-5052 to um, register for that. You can email lightofjesus at svcglobal.net and they will send you information on how to register for the Monday or Tuesday event. And then there are some private readings available. To book the private readings, you need to call 631-849-5129. Robert, I cannot thank you enough. I am oh, so looking you. forward to meeting you. <laughs> and um, just thank you for the work that you're doing. Thank from you my- and thank you for being a voice of spirit. Okay. All right. From my heart to yours. And listeners, check out Robert, Robert robertbrown-medium.com. Thank you so much. Um, We'll be back next week. Okay. Good night, everyone. Amen. Mm-hmm.